Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready. That's Dew Pop, and this is Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And I'm Tyler, and I'm the person who had to give him that Dew Pop. <laughs> Georgia wins. Georgia did win, and Georgia won in fucking fantastic Via fashion. ass whooping. Yeah, it was an actual whooping. A real whooping is what that was. So, a bet's a bet, and I'm sure it's tasty. Mm. It tastes like victory, don't it? Tastes like victory. <laughs> Those of you that don't remember what, what a Dew Pop is, it's a monster. It's an energy <laughs> drink. That's a Dew Pop. One of our wiry, spaztastic people we used to work with called them Dew Pops and uh, just kind of stuck. For different reasons. But yeah. Yeah, for different stuck. reasons. So Dakota got his Dew Pop. I fucking lose and I lose out on $1,700 because my five team parlay was off by one. Michigan, you're fucking dead to me. So Harbaugh, you, go suck a big fat you, toad. <laughs> you bet multiple things on the least sure game of the day. Yes. I just felt the momentum swinging in on Michigan. I don't know. That ball. I, was not, I think it was mostly because of the fashion that Alabama beat Georgia in. I got news for everybody. That balloon's about to bust. <laughs> it's full of your own butt toots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was some great games yesterday. There was. There were really some fun not great ones. games yesterday. There's going to be some great games today. Mm-hmm. Ohio State was a pretty fucking good game. We got college football to talk about today. Mm-hmm. On this snowy... 13-degree shit-assery of a day. Yeah. We go from 60 degrees, 70 degrees. To 11. To fucking 10. And then it's supposed to be 60-something on Wednesday. I don't understand. The weather just can't make up her mind. It's just like a woman. <laughs> That's why they call her Mother Nature. <laughs> That's why it's Mother Nature. She's unpredictable. She's irrational. And she's very unfair at times. Hey, you're 60 degrees. Get your shorts out. Just kidding. Put them back away. <laughs> That's why you do what I do and you hedge. I bought polar flea shorts. Furline Crocs. <laughs> well, I'm wearing both, my Furline Crocs right now. Both worlds. Courtesy of Macy for my Christmas, even though she knows she fucking hates them. She thinks they're she, hideous. That's because she don't understand. She don't understand. She don't get it. You got to have some. I got to get her a pair before she'll understand. I think you might be wasting your money. I don't know if she'll wear them. She won't. Okay. Just put most out of pride. Champ, but short. <laughs> We're going to talk about first. Oh, I'd like to talk about a little, uh, let's talk a little bowl game discussions first. Start off with Arkansas and Penn State, and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about college, and then what we got. What we got after college? We got precaps. We got precaps. Potential playoff picture mm. conversation. Mm. Jake Paul's talking again. Mm, what a surprise! <laughs> and Dana White is responding, responding <laughs> with I don't know. I feel like I feel like I've seen better from Dana. it was cornball. Yeah, it was. It was it's, corny. It's Dana's either super corny or super fucking quick with the responses sometimes both win some lose some speaking of win some lose some mm. arkansas won some mm. and a game that was despite the stupidity in the first half of the game kendall browse back on that bullshit he almost again. had us in the first half ain't gonna lie <laughs> yeah he almost legitimately had us we were almost had in the yeah. first half thanks to kendall browse I what pray he has a head coaching game. Are we doing? And by we, I mean just you. Kendall. Kendall. The 
God, y'all, get that I hope y'all in my stomach <laughs> when I watch you coach football. We'll we'll have to post it up on our uh, on our Twitter. But it, again, like we always say, if you haven't subscribed, please do. If you haven't gone to our YouTube, please do. Um, got to get that table put up this week. Get the mm-hmm. camera get the camera out. Start tinkering with it. Uh, stream will be coming soon. For the next couple weeks, we'll be we'll be rolling. So, but. We're gonna have to put up on our Twitter or something that that photo that you sent me of that the one dude that put it up on Twitter, <laughs> Kendall back in his bag back in his bag again. It's a little, like Kendall Cook. He's in his bag. It was like two pieces of bread <laughs> with baked beans on it and all kinds of shit. It was ice on a piece of bread <laughs> and it's fucking uh, two hot dogs stuck down in a I don't remember bowl what it was. of cereal. Yeah, it's a bowl of, a bowl of Cheerios <laughs> with two hot dogs in it. Kendall back on his fucking bullshit again and a slice of cheese. <laughs> Oh, it's fucking terrible. It's fucking hilarious. Kendall has got to go. And I was seeing it from a lot of Razorback fans out there for a the first lot half. that don't usually dabble in that. Yeah. What you call it? Pool? Yeah, you would call it a pool of people who are honest. Pond? You get it. Yeah. It was bad. You need a you need a fucking field goal. With an, dare I, with, I can say it, the season's over with an automatic field goal kicker. Sounds like a good time for a reverse pass. Sounds like a good time for Warren Thompson to throw a pass to the wrong team. And that is not a shot at Warren Thompson. That's not his fucking job. Let's take the ball out of K.J. Jefferson's hands, and let's let Warren Thompson throw it. I fully expect this will trick him. just fucking run the ball. This will trick him, though. Because if you throw it, everybody knows you're not throwing it to fucking sticks. You're throwing four yards behind him. Like, the amount of times you can call what's about to happen is fucking laughable. And it's all bad things. Like it's you can't call good things coming. It's all bad things. It's bad. Second and eight. What are we gonna do here? Screen pass. Fucking called it. Zero yard gain. Oh shit! Now it's third and seven. What are we gonna do? Three yard pass. No, called just it. kidding. We're gonna run it right up the middle and get two yards. Jesus. Kendall Browse has got to fucking dumb it back down. He's getting too fucking cute. He's falling in love with the Kansas City style shit. Just getting too goddamn cute. Well, he won't get cute when he needs to, and gets cute yep. when he shouldn't. Correct. He doesn't know how to read the room. Oh my god! You know he posted he posted after the game, great win, whatever. So happy to be a part of this. You know, happy to coach these guys, whatever. Which I'm not saying any of that's a farce. What's a farce is the fucking comments underneath. I think he's got it rigged to where he can control who comments because every <laughs> fucking one of those is like, hey, thanks, coach, you're the best. We love having you. No, we don't. No, we really don't. I'm we starting don't. to feel like the vast majority does not. I didn't see one negative comment. That's the only reason I went there. Did you leave him one? It's bullshit. Oh, yeah. No, you didn't. I. The first half of the game, terrible. <laughs> Second half of the game, fine. Yeah, because KJ just tucked it and ran it every time. Well. Had 100 yards rushing in the second half. Right. I don't know. It. I don't expect it to get much better. It I, won't, because for be, all year it was this, and then in the bowl game we thought it'd be different, and it was the same shit again. I expect it to be him to be back, and it to be the same. I will be devastated. Now, we had harsh words surrounding Malik Hornsby. Or he, Just his throwing, that's all. Right. Here's the thing. That motherfucker is electric. This is why we want it. I want him at receiver. If, now, is Kendall... Foaming at the math, waiting on an opportunity for Hornsby to be the starter. Post KJ. That'd be foolish. No, it wouldn't. No, because Lucas Coley is the best thrower on the team. I'm not talking about that. For him. Then he didn't have to worry about 
throwing the ball down the field. All you have to do is get creative enough where he can run open. It's like it, it's you just create Lamar Jackson in college. Except Lamar threw for three thousand yards. He did, and my two games, one and a half games of playing time. Assume that gets better. I've never seen Hornsby throw get, a good pass. It doesn't have to get substantially better, but if it gets good enough, that motherfucker is a problem to tackle. And the other thing about like, I see everybody saying send the wide receiver. Maybe he can't catch. Could be if he if he could catch and maybe Riles he doesn't just, run good routes or something. Riles maybe. just has a fucking hankering to throw the double pass. Why would you not do it with him? Because every time he come out there, you know it's coming. Well, and he can't throw. Every so why time would you, you want see Warren Thompson cock his arm back? You don't have to defend anything because he's a receiver and he's not gonna be able to throw that fucking pass. I don't know. I just, it I, wasn't even close. Lucas Coley's the best thrower of the young dudes that we have on the team. Um, I am. Hopeful that he is the one who's playing next, and if he's not, he's probably going to transfer. Which oh, I don't blame him. Definitely not. He can actually throw the fucking ball, and I, I hate to break it to y'all. Don't fall in love with the seventy yards rushing and four runs or whatever by Hornsby, because the motherfucker can't throw to save his life. Cue the Texas A and M game, and go ahead and run that film. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Like we talked about when that happened, though, he had dropped into a very good defense at the time for his first. Real action. With a 14-point buffer for you not to fuck up, and you did it. Correct. Let's hope that that gets better. <laughs> True. Um, it's going to be sad to see Grant Morgan go. Oh, it was sad watching it after yep. the game. It's, watching him hug everybody. I'm scared. I'm scared to think of Bumper not being here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittman did sprinkle it mm-hmm. out there. Try to get one and try to get him back. No of course. Shit. Yeah, it's it, that the stick that he had on old buddy. Oh my god, beautiful! That was not a, that was barstool, ESPN. Everybody was yeah. tweeting that shit out. I fully expected him to so be. They hit him targeting. back in twenty twenty one. I thought that I did too, only because it was bumper. Yes, exactly. And he got fucking popped. I thought that hit was so hard they're gonna toss him. It looked worse because he that was it looked worse because he ran into a crowd of people and then immediately shot back out of him. It was, it was one of those weird ones. up on them hoes, too. Yeah, but it was one of those weird ones where it looked way worse. Live. Live. Correct. Like, when you watched it in slow motion, it was like, it didn't, eh. didn't look that bad. I can say that because it wasn't me that got hit. Yes. Uh, KJ had a fantastic game running the ball. Uh, looked very nervous the first half throwing the ball. Um, don't know what was going on there. It's all right. I mean, you get the jitters. First bowl game. He's young. I get it. Also, the game plan didn't have to call for much throwing, so... The run was working so goddamn well. We're getting 6.5 yards per carry. We're going to keep running. You would think. Yeah. So. Uh, now, fantastic catches by old Washington or whatever his name was, number three for Penn State. Good God, that one-hand catch was nasty. Yeah, it was. Penn State has some fucking receivers. Mm-hmm. Like several. Yes. Something I noticed yesterday, Ohio State, Penn State, got the fucking receivers. They have the meats. They do have the meats. They have the mitts. Dominic Johnson had a good game running. Uh, we saw A.J. Green on the la- final drive of the game. What do you know? Ripping off seven, eight-yard runs. What a surprise. Let's keep him buried down in the depth chart. Let's just not use him. That makes perfect sense, Kendall. Rocket had a fantastic game. Mm. I mean, our running back room is a fucking problem. Right. It is a fucking problem. Maybe, maybe that's the reason for keeping A.J. Green hidden. You have plenty of other people who you can play, and the next year, you fucking turn him loose. Surprise. God, I hope so, but it looks like it's going to be Dominique Johnson and Rocket Sanders most of the game, all time. So, that's scary, because I want AJ on the field. 
Yeah. Again, cue that Texas A&M footage. You want to see what A.J. Green's capable of. Yeah. Um, back-to-back picks Yep. in the game. It was a nasty one-hander by Brooks. Uh-huh. Nasty. Tipped it to himself. Mm-hmm. Mo Brown declared for the draft right after the game. Immediately after the game. Like, walk, had, had to have been walking through the tunnel. Back hey, to what, the talk to my phone. I'm declaring for the draft. I don't blame him. Sucks. His draft stock's never going to be any higher than it is right now. No. He was a high school safety turned corner in college. And look right. at him. Miles Slusher looked good. He got beat on one one long pass, but his tackling ability is fucking fantastic. He covers a lot of ground quickly. That motherfucker is at people's ankles on the ground. He he looks like everybody who's trying to tackle Kelsey. Yep, I don't know if it's his angles or what, but that motherfucker has more people's legs in between his arms than I've ever seen. And they just step out and run. Like I, I don't know if he's just late to the fucking party every time or what, but he lays out and fucking slides past him. And there they go. If he meets somebody just straight up, sure. But as far as chasing people down to tackle him, ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'm out. Love seeing a lot of Hudson Clark out there. Love seeing that. Yeah, I love now, watching the broadcast talking about how he silently thank had a you. great year. No, he has not. You have. You are clearly watching your first Arkansas game. And what did they say immediately? Well, remember, he had that three-pick game. That's his only picks ever. He had 19 tackles and zero picks this year. Ever. And they said, well, what happened after that game? He got a scholarship. Well, he shouldn't have. Yeah, no, he shouldn't have. Can't be short. He, Premature ejaculation. The, the fact that that shit keeps coming up, like, yes, it was very impressive. Especially with the hype that Matt Corral's gotten since. That was it. Done. The only game. And I can't explain why that happened. I think that's more of a knock on Matt Corral than it is a praise for it is. Hudson Clark. Agreed. Because that means if Hudson Clark had three picks, Matt Corral put the ball in the wrong place three times because there's no way Hudson Clark was in the right place at the right time. He was fucking around, just bebopping around, not really knowing which way is up. <laughs> Boom. Ball in your chest. Matt Corral gift wrapped it three times. He did. He stinks. Both stink. Hudson Clark stinks. Mm. While we're on Matt Corral, you want to talk about it? Sure. There's no order. I sure did love seeing Lane Kiffin cry like a little pussy. There will never not be a great player. There will never be a great player not opt out again, ever. And when I say great player, I'm going to go ahead and say in the first three rounds, projected in the first three rounds, they ain't going to play. Unless they're in a playoff game. I mean, it's possible. We both always understood why people opted out. I understand why people opt out. I did like Grau's decision to play, and then it immediately, like, karma is a real bitch. Like that, I, I don't know if karma is the right word. That was fucking terrible to watch. I don't like Ole Miss at all. I don't like Matt Corral because he plays for Ole Miss. But that was fucking tough. Like, as soon as it happens, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Now, they said it was just high ankle sprain. He should be fine. Honestly, I don't think it would have mattered much what the injury was, unless it was like an Achilles or something. And even then, well... I don't think his draft stock touched at all. I guess a lot of his stock is his ability to move. But now he might fall down to you. Oh, I said the same thing yesterday. I still don't think they'll draft him. I still think they'll go veteran quarterback, Teddy Two Gloves or some shit like that. (laughs) No. Also, help me God if that happens and Gardner Minshew is still out there. Also loved to hear the broadcast just suck Corral's dick the whole first half of the game 
and then never mention the backup, never mention, you know, the story of the young kid. Let's let's hear from him. Let's see let's see what you guys think about him. How was he growing up? Let's hear some personal stories about the, the backup here. Well, it would have been personal. No, you wanted he to wasn't suck. Very good. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you brought. I'm glad you said that because the broadcast said pretty much the same thing. Oh, he was a 93 percent coming out of high school. No, no, no. The number, he wasn't very good in the game. Mm-hmm. Number three quarterback out of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Number twenty quarterback in the nation and 193rd overall mm-hmm. out of the whole recruiting class. And these dudes just want to act like this is just some fucking bum coming in here. No. It's it's just he fucking had to come in during a fucking bowl game against Baylor. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. <clears throat> I can't stand they want to sit Malik there and Hornsby keep sucking him off. Comes in against A and M. He stinks. He does stink. KJ looked nervous early. You get it. It's a bowl game. This guy comes in, doesn't look great. Oh, it's almost like a, it's almost Baylor. like impartial towards Arkansas it's players. A, <laughs> impartial. Yeah, yes. Mm. It's almost like I'm going to defend Arkansas players no matter what and fuck all the rest. But you didn't know what I'm saying. You're burying one for the same reasons you're letting everybody else have a pass. I'm burying one because we've seen for two years this person not be good at football. And just because he's fast, we think he should be a starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that because the beginning of this Arkansas season, people were calling for KJ Jefferson not to be the starter because they, didn't, they hadn't seen him before. And they were saying Hornsby should be the starter because he's faster. Then eight games into the season, all of a sudden it's like, oh, the whole tide had turned. Boy, KJ's our quarterback. KJ, you motherfuckers were over there saying KJ shouldn't be playing. I you were saying Hornsby should. The feelings towards him, but that doesn't make Hornsby any better or worse. Hornsby's not good at football. Okay. Also, I'm extremely fucking biased for Arkansas players, yes. But if I had seen a little bit of film on Hornsby looking fantastic in practice, I have not. Had not, will not. Should, but shorn't. And I don't know shit about this fucking dude that came in for Ole Miss at all, but he's not Matt Krause, so I like him. <laughs> so I'm going to say good things about him. And the whole, you know me, if people are fucking hyping somebody for no goddamn reason and won't shut the fuck up about him, it's the same. It's the LeBron thing. You get tired of hearing fucking about LeBron James. But that's the thing that gets me. Because they won't work, shut it does, up about It him. doesn't work with you for everything. No, it's it works. Like well, the, I hate Ole Miss. <laughs> right, but you I just use LeBron as a metaphor and forever. You yeah, but all fine with that. With LeBron, it even got on my nerves. And I was a LeBron fan. And it still got on my nerves how much that, hey, LeBron woke up today. Guess what? He looked to the right side of the room today. Let's talk about that now on Send ESPN. No. Oh, Zion makes a layup. Mind-blown emojis. No, no, no. And that's what the broadcast was doing for Matt Corral, sucking his fucking penis the whole time. And it started making me not like him. If I could just, I told Macy this. If I could just get a game cast of just the game sounds and no broadcast, I would be in heaven. I would actually be impartial. I would not be biased towards players. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to hear any of the outside noise. So I could just gather my information based off what I'm seeing in the game. Before we get away from And Baylor did not look fucking great. I I mean they didn't. They had Ole Miss's backup quarterbacks in and they were tied seven if seven. If Matt doesn't go down, Ole Miss wins that game. Correct. A hundred fucking percent. Before we get off of that, and I meant to mention during the Arkansas game because this one happened and it really fucking pisses me off. Stop with the goddamn SEC chant. Yeah, yeah, let's not do that. It makes you sound stupid, especially when the SEC is four and five in fucking bowl games. Yep, that, that was before four and five was before Ole Miss lost. Well, we got we had Kentucky though, so let's not act like the whole fucking SEC is just running the goddamn table. And let's not act like we give a shit in the in that moment. No, don't care. Woo pig suey, Arkansas, call the hogs, something. Shut the fuck up. 
Penn State's care. Penn State's missing eight of their best players, and we're out there chanting SEC against Penn State's mostly backups. No, not trying to hear it. I'm all for the having having the fucking victory, and I, that was very clearly an Arkansas crowd. Like, oh yeah, eighty five percent. Oh yeah, because they were like, oh well, it, there's a lot of Arkansas fans here. There does appear to be a lot of Penn State fans too. And no, then when they showed the crowd. There was a screenshot of it, and I zoomed in to all the white shirts. They were Arkansas shirts. Yep. I hate whenever a broadcast team, a group of analysts, doesn't know shit about either team. No. Nothing. When they ran it onto the field, he said, Penn State and Indy Lions and the Razorbacks of Arkansas. Like, yeah. he was, like, clueless. Ah, Arkansas, there it is. Somebody told me in my ear. How about they put a picture of Traylon Burks up for KJ Jefferson? <laughs> how many Are fucking, you fucking kidding me? How many days have you been preparing for this goddamn game to call it? You're only calling the one. You've talked to both fucking teams. You've talked to both coaching staffs. How in the fuck are you that unprepared that you can't even get out the name of both teams? That's okay. Put me in, coach. Can Arkansas keep up? Fuck you. Yeah, that's what they said at halftime. And you know what he said? I don't think they can. I don't think they can. Penn State's going to pull it out on this one. Well, you're wrong. (sighs) Now, Penn State's quarterback throws a beautiful deep ball. He does. That motherfucker is gorgeous. Thank God he overthrew it a few times. Very Felipe Franks. And thank, not thank God, he had several wide open targets. He did. I'm going to venture to say it was number 17 that was beat. It was number seven. But we're not going to talk about that because the rest of this game. That does not support my fucking narrative. (laughs) Was very good. Because Fouché had a nasty fucking pick back in the end zone. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, What else we got? Anything else on that game? Uh, The Baylor game. No, it sucked. The quarterback for Baylor is from Arkansas. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, he stunk. He was terrible. He had 30 yards passing in the first half. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That game was nothing like what I expected. No, that game stunk. And it would have been a 45 to fucking 14 shellacking <laughs> if, if Corral's in. Yeah. And I would have had to sit there in misery while they just <laughs> corral. I would have fucking killed myself. It was nice to see Lane Kiffin. Keep your little humbled ass sitting down on the ground. I did not see Ole Miss players faking injuries. No. Which was a nice change of pace. Well, I think they had uh, completely given up hope when Corral went down. <laughs> hey, coach, can we do the thing? Now, fucking No, nah, just lost. fucking play, dude. Matt's out. Well, who cares? Any- I don't care anymore. I swear to God, Lane Kiffin was only there for Matt Corral. I don't give a shit about you guys. <laughs> Is your name Matt? No. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, are, are you going to thank me when you get drafted in the first round as a quarterback? No. No. A uh, game that was what we thought it was going to be. Although, in the beginning, did Look, not think it was going to be. Looked like it was about to be a waxing <laughs> of a certain thoroughbred. The Utes came out of the gate hot. Boy, they did. Against the Buckeyes. Yep, and I didn't watch a single bit of this game. And then, the turntabled. <laughs> and Ohio State <laughs> did what we expected them to do. From the jump. And just beat the absolute piss out of the Utes. <laughs> the Utes. <laughs> Why... The Utes chose not to use their timeout in the fourth quarter. I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. Because it doesn't matter. They were, What was it? Ohio State went to kick a field goal to go up two scores. And there was like, I want to say it was like 40-something seconds left. And they just didn't take a timeout. And then Ohio State took a timeout with 12 seconds left to kick the field goal. Why the fuck wouldn't you call your timeout? It was a tie game at that point. Even No. That, was to, go up two, that was to go up two scores. Not with 12 seconds left in the fourth quarter. E- even if... That was the game winner with 12 seconds left. No. Even if they had. 45. Even if they had made then the one before, whatever it was, because even, even if you miss, if they may, if they miss, you have the ball and time to go score. 
if you make it, you have to fucking go score. Now you have 12 goddamn seconds. And it didn't happen. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, because Ohio State kicked a field goal with uh, on second down, which threw me off, but I, I understood it. They only have one timeout left. If they try to run one more play and they get tackled inbounds, you're fucked. But, yeah, they, they kicked a field goal with like 12 seconds left on second down from like the fucking 16-yard line. Another thing that doesn't make sense? What? The Rose Bowl receiving record was broken. Holy shit, was it? Early in the third quarter. <laughs> who who held it before? Andre Johnson. No. Yes. Keyshawn Johnson? It was Johnson. It was one of them Johnsons. There were several big-name people on that list, and he shattered that record in the third quarter. And I have never even heard of him. Smith and Jigba is the way they kept saying his name. I had never not, heard wrong, of him. That's on everybody I heard yesterday. I would have assumed it was Alave, just well, because that's the only person I know. He, this guy and Marvin Harrison Jr. got a lot of shine yesterday because they had two receivers out declared for the draft. Wait, actually Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yeah. What? Yeah. So he played yesterday, I think pretty much the whole game. Caught, I think, two touchdowns. Looks like he got two touchdowns. Either way, uh, Smith and Jake finished the game with 15 receptions for three, 347 yards. And three touchdowns. 347 yards and three touchdowns. Unfucking believable. CJ Stroud. 37-46, 573 yards, six touchdowns, and a pick. Yikes. The Utes, I know the score's close. Yeah, they only lost by three now. Never had a chance. <laughs> Never had a chance. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you supposed to do? They had all those numbers and only beat the Utes by three. Make this make sense to me. Final score, 48-45. Yep. Shroud. 573 yards, six touchdowns, and a pick. Rising, whoever their quarterback was. The Utes. 214 yards, two touchdowns. What about rushing? Oh, their running back, who is the quarterback that led their team in rushing. 11 carries, 92 yards, touchdown. You shit me? Oh, the leading receiver is probably what they made up the difference, right? Nope. Six receptions, 77 yards, no touchdown. Where the fuck did the 45 points come from? It's an excellent question. It just kind of happened that way. All of a sudden, they were just fucking close. They came out to early lead, and then here comes Ohio State, just ready to beat their fucking dicks in. Yeah, Ohio State won. That's as far as the Matt Corral opting out thing goes. Like, people need to fucking come off of it because that didn't help anybody's case. All the people, all the fucking you see Herb Street crying about it. All the people that are like, "Well, oh, I hate, I hate people opting out." You know what? Herb Street did. I don't. Enjoy TV. watching games where people, a bunch of people opt out. No, it sucks. But if somebody came up to you and said, hey, you don't get to spend Christmas with your family. You can stand outside and watch them through the window where they can see you and know that you tried to be there. The metaphor of players standing on the sidelines. There was plenty of people that opted out that went to the game. You don't get to be with your family on Christmas. And if you don't, I'll give you a million dollars. Who's not taking that fucking deal? Every fucking human on earth. I get is it, but it does suck. I hate it. I'll be devil's advocate. It's it ruins the the whole season you play to try to get a good bowl game. You get the good bowl game, and your best players say, "I don't want to play." But there's it no good. Sucks. There's no good bowl games anymore that are not college playoff games. Like there's sure not. There are. They don't mean shit compared to the other ones. Like I get the. I get wanting to play with your team too. What's the point of playing the regular season then? Just live the off your name. Yeah. Well, about ten million dollars is the fucking point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. 
You're you're making hella money on NIL deals now in the regular season. You got money. I, I don't I don't understand. Not it. that kind of money though. Especially for a quarterback. Yeah. That's the only got people it. I could understand. Like top twenty draft sure. picks are the only ones I understand. I like agree. Joey Bosa did it. Nick Bosa did it. Uh Chase Young did it. Like the elites are going to do it. Got it. You're a top five pick. I totally understand. But the rest of y'all, y'all are just full of yourselves and think you got a chance of getting drafted 10 when you're going to get drafted in the third round. But then, where do you stop with like the, yeah, I might not be a top five pick, but I'm top two pick at my position. So I don't know. Point being. I get both sides of it. From a player perspective, it's their career that they have to look forward to. Not just this game. This game don't mean anything. The next 10 years mean something. Right, the season's been leading up to this game, but your whole life's been leading up to the NFL. Right, so I get it. It, it does. It does fucking make. It made me sick to my stomach watching Corral go down. Seriously though, I I don't. I hate Ole Miss, but that sucks. What else we got? Your the old Wildcats pulled it out. Hmm? Kentucky. Oh yeah, they did. That was a good game too. That game. What was this, 20-17 to 17 final score? Yeah. And so, let me ask you this. When they scored, was it 13-17? Mm-hmm. They get to the one-yard line with a minute. Who's they? 50, Kentucky. Okay. Down 13-17. Okay. They get to the one-yard line with like a minute and 40, minute 50 left. If you're Iowa, you neither team has been able to move the ball very well all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking 13 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Do you let them score on the one-yard line? Maybe. Like, Unless I struggle off- with it. If My, your defense is your better, your better of the two and your offense ain't very good, I ain't letting them score for shit. Well, they absolutely are better. That's why it was 17 to 14. But Did they let them score? No. Well, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so it was a regular a few score. things happen. But... They started talking about it. They, they were like, "Oh, if you're Iowa, do you let them score right here?" And my immediate reaction is, "You don't let them score." It's like, are, "What are your chances?" Because they're definitely going for it four times in a row. What are your fucking chances to stop them four times in a row from the one? Not good. I don't care who you are. Not very, but it's, it's doable. And then Kentucky got a false start. Boom! Immediately backed them up five yards and like, "Well, well, that's kind of out the window." And then they scored on the first play, so it didn't matter much. Iowa fucking drove down the field at will. Threw a pick. They got in field goal range and threw a pick. That is hilarious. Take the fucking field goal, see you in overtime. Yep. I mean, run but, the ball. But you, you play to win. You don't play to tie. So I'm aware of that. But you also don't play to lose. And making stupid fucking decisions when they haven't had any success throwing the ball all day long didn't work out. Like, I'm, I'm all for trying. Running the ball, check it down, throwing it across the middle with a quarterback who hasn't been able to do that all fucking day. Not smart. If I was the offensive coordinator on a team, especially like Arkansas, I would do the Bobby Trino method. I am trying to fucking score a touchdown every single play. Every play, I'm trying to get in that end zone. Not, oh, three yards here, three yards there. All right, let's see if we can get a third manageable. Fuck off. I am going to that fucking end zone every goddamn play. What's the worst that happens? I punt it. Cool. I am fucking trying to score 55 points, and that's what Petrino tried to do, and it worked. And then devastation. Speaking of that, let's talk Alabama, Cincinnati. Mm. I now 
I struggle with this. I go back and forth. Like we talked about during the game, that was the closest playoff game I've seen Alabama in in quite some time, I feel like, since the Deshaun Watson game. Yeah. But I feel like there's teams that would have played better against Alabama. But we watched the other two best teams have a similar outcome to that game. So it's like, did they deserve to be there? Do they not? Should somebody else have been there? Would somebody else have been a better game? Probably. Would Ohio State and Alabama have been a better game? Duh. Right. I don't think... Cincinnati had no goddamn business being there. I don't think they played like they should have when you had the group of five team in the playoff for the first time. Cincinnati hasn't had a shot at the national championship in 50 fucking years. You throw everything you got at fucking Alabama. What does it matter? If you call a bunch of fucking trick plays and take deep shot after deep shot and it doesn't work, guess what? You still get fucking throttled. And that was the end result. Yep. You have to fucking... Don't don't just try to keep it close to show that you belong. Try that's to win what, the that's fucking what, game. That's what Arkansas did in Tuscaloosa. We just tried to play just to show you we could we could hang a little bit, but we we don't actually have any hopes on trying to beat you. If we would have, we could have. Seven SEC schools played Alabama closer, as close or closer than Cincinnati did. Yeah. Everybody watches a group of five team throttle all these people like Sean Clares go ahead and throttle all these fucking bums, and they're like, we deserve a chance at the big dog. No, you fucking don't. You have no fucking clue what you're trying to bite off right now. It's going to be more than you can chew, I promise you. The only team I've seen that has beat that narrative, which I th- which they went too far with it, making their own fucking trophies, was UCF. With that quarterback that they had, they said they, des- they, said they deserved a shot, they didn't get in, and then they beat the piss out of Auburn immediately after that in their bowl game. Now, I'm, Auburn is not Alabama, but it was impressive. It was, I did not expect them to beat them like that. Cincinnati, I don't think, helped the case of Group 5. I'm not kidding you. I think Arkansas could have beaten Cincinnati. They, I think. and that's, that's not a joke. Well, it's not it meant to be a joke because the next Cincinnati's next game is in Fayette. I know, but they won't have Ritter. And they might not have the coach, and they might not have their best corners. I don't know they that they won't have not have their coach. I don't know. You get it. I don't know. We Arkansas could have beaten Cincinnati. Arkansas could have beaten Baylor. Arkansas could have beaten, like, I'm just saying. And it's not, well, look at the final score and see if you could. No, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying, based off how they looked in their bowl game, they had no business being in these bowl games. It was all off of hype. And I knew whenever college game day went to Cincinnati's game against Tulsa, <laughs> three and five Tulsa, that the narrative was going to be pushed that they should be in the fucking playoffs. I knew that's why game day was going. Hey, Tulsa's a scrappy team. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and Tulsa actually only lost by, like, one possession. Should have known right then, you know what, maybe we overhyped these dudes. But you didn't learn your lesson. Now Alabama had to go slip their throats in front of you on national television. <laughs> mm. We didn't talk about OU fucking beating the shit out of uh, what's-the-nuts, like, last week. OU? Oregon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beat the fucking piss out of them. They were up, Shocker. like, 30-0 to zero at halftime. Yeah, no, I mean, the Utes fucking manhandled Oregon twice. And then the Utes got manhandled by Ohio State. I'm going to say it. We should have the BCS back. The BCS bowl game should be back. They should have put the Utes against Oregon. Again, Oklahoma against uh, Ohio State. Oklahoma and Ohio State would have been sick. 
Ohio State would have beat the shit out of them, I think. <laughs> and give me Baylor and Cincinnati. And then give me fucking... Now realize... Didn't fucking Harbaugh win coach of the year? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Harbaugh won coach of the year. Well, they should take it back. Yes. Because let's get to that game. Let's go ahead and do it. <laughs> it was very obvious, very early, how that game was going to go. I turned it off before the end of the first quarter. They had no chance. None. Who was the dude? Who? I don't remember. I thought I had something in here. <sighs> I lost 50 bucks to Terry. <laughs> lost a dupe up to Dakota. In my five-team parlay, I hit on every fucking game except for fucking Michigan. Harbaugh is scum of the earth. <laughs> he, I will never bet on them again. <laughs> Ever again. Another team you should never bet on? Notre Dame. That's right. We forgot about that game. The University of Notre Dame. Boy, they were beating the shit out of them early. They As are Holtz would say. They are 0-10 in their last 10 major bowl games. Yep. And they were beating the piss out of Oklahoma 21 State. 21 points. Yes. And then Oklahoma State scored 24 unanswered points. Yep. And they could have scored 14 more, but every time they got into the fucking end zone, they'd fumble it. Yeah. This motherfucker was running into the fucking end zone and fumbled it at the half yard line. They tried their best. They did. To fuck that up. And early in that game, when there was a 21 point deficit, they were in Sanders' face immediately. Yes. Every fucking snap. Notre Dame's running back looked very good. Cohen looked very good. Yeah. For the first half. He was fucking slinging. First half, he's good. Second half, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. That's actually a Kirk Cousins performance. Light you up for a half and make you think, oh shit. Oh, he's back. I know. I don't <laughs> know. Back. Kirk Cousins have 350 yards in the first fucking three quarters. We saw Dak do it last week. Dak's not Kirk Cousins. Well, he's looked like Kirk Cousins for four weeks. Mm. Did we talk about last week's games? What do you mean? NFL? I don't remember. I don't remember either. And it doesn't important. It's not. It's it, not, it doesn't important. It doesn't important. <laughs> uh, number 20 for Oklahoma State's goddamn freak. Martinez or whatever his name is. Yeah, he is. Freak. Number 20's drafts. That's the kind of re, that's the reason people play in the bowl games. People like that. He's a captain, second team all this, second team all that. Not really much shine. He probably just bumped himself up a draft round. Yeah, uh, well, after we were talking about that, I looked up his awards and such. Apparently he'd been pretty good. Yeah, but it's mostly second team shit that you sent me. Right, but it's a lot. It's consistently second team stuff, which, as we know from Arkansas, sometimes people get shafted and put on the second team. Cue the Traylon Burks drama. Two games we definitely did not talk about that we need to. Pitt and Michigan State. What was the Oklahoma State final score? 37-35, I think. Mm. Uh, I, don't know where the, I don't know where the spread was on that, but uh, we did bet. Oklahoma State, both of us. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were close to being very wrong on that. <laughs> uh, it looked we, bad early. Yeah, we were correct on that. And I, of course, the Dupop game was the Michigan game, and fuck them. What, what was it you Tyler said? Loses. I think it was the Baylor and Ole Miss game. So I went back and turned it on immediately. And it was, in fact, the game that we were currently watching where Michigan was getting thrown. It would have made a bunch of sense why we met, would have made the Dupop game the Baylor game. Yes. Although but, I did, I, I said 
uh, up front. I expect Baylor to win. Yeah, I you am, hedged. I am you, picking you've been a known hedger for the chaos. And it looked like it was going to be chaos, and then I think and chaos did happen. Yeah, well, just yeah. not the kind of chaos we expected. Yeah, not the kind of skip for us. Michigan State and Pitt. Early, that game looked like it was still going to be the game we expected it to be. And then Michigan State shit the bed. Pulled away. Michigan did they State. Put, did they win? Yeah, 31 21. Oh, nice. I didn't see that one. They also had a 70 yard onside kick at the end of the game. Michigan I don't know State? what I don't know what happened. They kicked it, and I don't know if Pitt thought it was going to bounce out of bounds and get great field position or what. But heads up play by Michigan State players just sprinted down the field and recovered the goddamn kickoff. Game over. I don't know what. Yikes. That had to have been the thought process. But uh, when you see him fucking screaming down the sideline and the ball is not making a beeline for the fucking boundary, you get on it. Use your fucking brains. Now, the other game we have to talk about, Purdue, Tennessee. We do. And the controversy at the end. Oh, I'd love to talk about that. Just for the record, to state, Tyler did pick Purdue. Dakota did pick Tennessee. Correct. Tennessee fans can get fucked because guess what? His <laughs> momentum was fucking dead. Wait, and he that. stretched out after the fucking whistle blew. I saw it with my fucking eyes. Before the whistle blew. He was, one of his players pulled him towards the end zone. At the point that he were pulled, as a rule, it was fucking circulating. Mm-hmm. When you pull your own player, their forward progress is immediately stopped. Yes. Now, is it a bad rule? Yes. I, I don't think so. If you can push players... You can pull. That's them. different, though. If you're pushing that, that means everybody's behind the line of scrimmage just trying to make a move. If you're pulling, that means you're standing in front of him, clear of any fucking people, just yanking him through people. No! But if you're touching him, you can't be clear of people because the defense is coming in trying to hit him. All I'm saying, I'm not advocating for the pushing them to be illegal yeah, yeah. as well because you have to have that. You right. can't have a fucking running back hit the line of scrimmage. Right. Quarterback then, sneaks, too. And then try to justify, like, whoa, whoa, he's pushing the pile, he's pushing the player. Like, you can't do that. I'm no. saying pulling your player anywhere should not be, should not stop forward progress. But it is a rule, and it did happen. Ipso facto, he did not get in. No. Now, if you want to argue, did the ball cross the goal line before his knee went down? Sure, absolutely. Doesn't matter. Because forward progress was already fucking stopped. And the fact that you think this, oh, this would have been anybody else, bullshit yeah, wrong. get fucked. We got a long list of shit that says, you ain't the first one this has happened to. Nope. Not this year. Not every fucking year. Consistently happens. I'm not saying this just only consistently happens to Arkansas. Obviously, we're saying this because we're Arkansas fans and we have been subjected to it repeatedly over the course of the past forever. Lifetime. <laughs> Any Auburn game, take a peek, see at that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched it live and he was trying to run towards the end zone, was getting tackled, and there for like two straight seconds. I love, I love the people that post up the still shot of him stretching his arm out and being mm-hmm. like, he was in there. Nothing else matters except for for two seconds, he was stretched out laying there, ball still in his arm, not across the goal line, and laid there for two seconds not moving. Right there, your fucking forward progress has stopped. Then he reaches his arm out there, and they're like, oh, take the picture now. Well, it, the thing is, it doesn't It's ma- fucking bullshit. It doesn't matter if his forward progress wasn't stopped. If the whistle blows, it's over. There's yeah, it's you dead. Can do about it. It's done. Now, I will commend him for fucking... Being slick. Yeah. Keep continuing to fucking try to get in there. But it it didn't count. You lose. And the, the fans. Good day, are, sir. <laughs> I said good day. And the fans who were like, but his knee wasn't down. But the ball stretched out. But the none of those things are what's being disputed. The forward progress was stopped. 
No one said his knee was right, down. wrong, or indifferent. The whistle blew. The player pulled. He's down. He's down. He's you down. Lose. It's over. Trust me, Dakota wasn't happy about it. We had a no. fucking bet on it. No. Now, and full transparency, here is slightly biased. Had this been Arkansas's game, would have been furious. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Livid. Yep. And would have been saying the same, the same things that y'all are saying. Completely ignoring <laughs> the facts as well. But the facts are what they are. They are. He did not get in. No. By the rules of the that game. That was a fantastic game to watch, too. It was a good game. It was awesome to watch. I told you about fucking Purdue. They, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, it, it's just like what Arkansas used to do. They play to the level of team that they're playing. They play to the competition. They'll play a shit baby and barely get by. And then they'll play an elite and fucking beat them. Like, I, I don't understand. Now, Purdue's got Purdue's got that uh, that Pittsburgh-style defense. That <laughs> Pittsburgh-style, they're just hard-nosed, gritty sons of bitches. Before we get to the NFL. Yeah, what you got? I did go back and record the picks. Yeah. And gentlemen's bets. Okay. Let's run through them. Let's hear them. Let's run through them. Let's put some feet to the fire in this bitch. Oklahoma game. Mm. Now, you did pick Oklahoma. You did also take Oregon points. Yeah. Oregon did Oregon did not cover. Yep. We both took South Carolina over North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I was actually super fucking shocked about that one. Like, I know we picked them, but I didn't expect it to be that, that fashion. Yeah, they jumped out there early. Uh, Tennessee and Purdue, obviously, was gentlemen's bet. We just talked about that. Yep. Tyler wins that one. Mm-hmm. We both picked Michigan State. Uh, Wisconsin, Arizona State. I picked Arizona State. You did pick Arizona State. That was Jim's bet. Dang. One and one. We both took Wake Forest because uh, Rutgers. <laughs> uh, we both picked Washington <laughs> State. They lost. Who who the fuck they play? Uh, who cares? You, if you wouldn't ask me, I'd just fucking had the answer. It doesn't matter. They stink. Um, uh, Central Michigan. That's who it was. Oh, the old chip. And you did pick them and flipped to Washington State good because stuff. of the logic that I used. So yeah, gotcha. that's good. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, Alabama. Obviously, both picked Alabama. Duh. Georgia. Michigan uh, yikes, State. Princes. I know. Pop. Take a sip of your dew pop. It's gone. Oh, you already drank that some bitch. Delicious. We both picked Arkansas. Uh, both picked Oklahoma State. Yep. Both took Kentucky. Yep. Uh, I took Ohio State. You took whoop, whoop, whoop. Upset alert. The Utes win. They almost did. They almost did. They did not. They were very fucking whoop, whoop close now. And then Old Miss, Baylor. I took Old Miss. You took Baylor. Yep. Yeah, ends the results. So, gentlemen's bet games. You got Tennessee. I got Wisconsin's. Uh, Georgia. And we split. Two and two? Nope. I took Ohio State. You Was that a gentleman's bet? Yeah. Damn. So three and one for mm. me. Rough week for you, boy. <laughs> you did breakfast early. That's where she goes. That's good. But when we go when we flip flops back and forth like that, it's it keeps people interested. It does. People don't know who to trust. It keeps us honest too. We gotta be able to call ourselves out now. This ain't the Colin Coward the herd. This ain't it. We're gonna raise our hands whenever we fuck up around here. Okay? We got no fucking fu- got no shame. Raising my hand saying I fucked this up. One more thing on before we get on college football. Gotta be some accountability in this bitch. I heard this on the way over here today. I did jot it down. Dabo Swinney. What about him? They were talking about how he said, you know, the whole transfer portal, people immediately eligible, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't dabble in the transfer portal because he wants to get his his kind of guys in there oh, for the culture. Okay. If you don't think you can fucking get transfers in and buy into the culture, you're a fucking buffoon. If you also think you have a good enough team right now to not need to dabble in the transfer portal, 
you're a fucking buffoon. Now, they did finish very hot. They did. Their quarterback stinks. He does stink. I'm not even going to try to say his name. Every time I hear somebody try to say his name, I feel very confident they've mispronounced it. Yes. Everybody says it differently. And in the world of the media where you have nothing to do but research and hear people say his name. You got no excuses. If you can't get it right, I'm not going to get it right. Mm -mm. But he stinks. He stinks. You need a veteran quarterback. As, as veteran as you can get in college. Yeah, find you a Teddy Two Gloves and bring him in. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with him stinking. But to just come out and say you don't need to dabble in the transfer portal, you're a fucking idiot. If you have a, a the top talent in the transfer portal that wants to come to Clemson, and then they hear, oh, we don't need them, they're not our kind of guys. Ah, oh, fuck it, then we'll go to South Carolina. They're going to go somewhere that? else and beat the piss out of you and love it. Correct. They did show it was awesome. They did show the South Carolina-Michigan game from way back when in that game. And the, uh, Ar- was the Arkansas game that After showed it? After the pool hit. Oh, I had, it, it led me down memory lane of just, I got nostalgia just getting to explain to Macy what that was. Because she was like, damn, that was a real hard hit. And I was like, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. The play right before that is where it all happened. Yes. So to see what happened after they bullshit gave Michigan a first down and Clowney just come out the very next play and just rip it his fucking head off. It was six short. Yes. Which... When I say six inches short, but first down, you think, oh, it's hard to tell. Not when no, there's a no, fucking it's marker six inches in front of it. There is clear daylight. We're not talking about a Dallas Cowboy index card yeah. situation. They brought the sticks out and leaned the front stick forward. And, all right, yep, first down. Here we go. What? Clowney said, hold, hold the phone. And that, I got you. that sideline erupted because yes. they were right there. I will never forget that moment. And they got right in the rest face, and he just kept fucking pointing first down. And then... That moment is what made Clowney... Boom goes dynamite. ...is what keeps getting Clowney contracts. That's, that moment right there is still getting Clowney contracts. That moment... Uh, perfect comparison. That moment there... For Clowney... Get numbness ...is the equivalent of the Odell Beckham catch. Both guys, super talented, but that moment escalated them faster than they would have been escalated before. Not to say that that moment made either one of them. Right, because there was 4,000-yard seasons right. for Odell before that. But those two moments shot them into the spotlight where their talents could be on full display. Oh, that Odell catch is one of the mo- one of those where it's like, where were you when Odell caught that ball? Like, I fucking remember that's, that's the exact... I about the clown uh, yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. What you're saying is correct. You're, you're right about what you're saying, but it's just like one of those moments that are just so goddamn prolific, like you flash back to where you were physically in that moment. Oh, when I was happened. with Rick, who's a Cowboys fan. I was in Chili's. And that was tough to watch. Yeah. Because he wanted, every part of him wanted to acknowledge how awesome it was, but he was not going to do it. Was that 2011 or something? Because that was, no, that, what well, was 20? I was PCS in two Alaska, so I was here picking up my truck. 20. I had 15? just gotten out. Yeah, I had just gotten out of the military. Because it was the year that the Cowboys and the Giants No, were I didn't just right, get out of the military. That was in 2017, right in 18. Yeah, that, that was when the Cowboys and the Giants were right in the middle of it for the fucking division. So I was PCS in two, Wayne, right then. Yep. I was here dropping my truck off in St. Louis. We were at a Chili's. I want to say 2015. That feels right. Sounds right. Anyway. I think 14, but it sounds right. Potentially. Unbelievable moment. Give me that blue button. <laughs> I was hovering. He's building it up. I wanted it. Great college football. It was fantastic. Kind of a... Kind of a anticlimactic situation that what we got now is LSU and Kansas State but hey what are you gonna do use my free play need LSU to win get me some more gambling money not that I do that no but here pretty soon it looks hey. like we'll be able to actually do that Arkansas unanimous 
online sports gambling. Push it up, get the signature, start the clock. 90 days from when they sign it, they have to. And this is the way I read it. Could be totally wrong. I don't think I am, though. They have 90 days after it's signed into law to pick and adopt the rules of a different state. Now, apparently the big situation, what's been holding it up is Arkansas Casinas got 51% profit share, which I don't fully understand. I just know that's a lot. Yeah. And that was the hangout. But it passed. They got to find an online partner to go with. Fandle, 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 because that that fucking app is sick. To go with the casino. 90 days from then, we're rolling. Potentially by the NBA championship, we could be FanDuel betting online legally right here in Arkansas. This could be bad for business. See, here's the problem. I could drive myself bankrupt. Is the, <laughs> here's the problem. <laughs> the time in which that's going to go live is going to be, now, assuming that the baseball lockout gets settled, right in time to gamble on baseball, which is a dangerous game. Hard pass. The best bets to make in baseball are the school's first innings. It's electric. It brings everything down into a smaller sample size where you get to stay invested. All you need, six outs. We did it. Oh, Somebody did it that I know did it uh, last year in baseball season. We just picked like six fucking games in a row. School is first inning. And it's fucking awesome to watch because you're just hanging on every fucking pitch because it's, it's all you need is six outs. It's a good time. Just saying. For those of you that are in states that are legal or... For all you Arkansans, it's about, coming in about three months. It's coming. We're going to get fucking legal online sports betting. I cannot fucking believe it. We're in the Stone Age. Adds an extra element to this show. Yes, for sure. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Yes, does it. We'll be live betting like fucking crazy right here. Now, we got some we got some games today. Ooh, the Barstool Sportsbook will probably come here too then once it's, once it's legal. Mm-hmm. Be betting on Barstool. I'll be sick. Makes makes any shit Thursday game a plus for the Electric. same game parlay. Yes. Mm. It's good for business. Can't wait to see that. It's good for the slightly biased business. We got a bunch of games, a bunch of meaningful games mm. here in week 17, mm-hmm. which we sure seems do. insane. We sure do. Because normally this is the point where everybody's sitting there fucking players. Yep. But we got an extra week, and there's 20, what did you say, 25 teams left? Yeah. They said this is the most teams left to get into the playoffs with a chance to get into the playoffs in 31 years. There, there's never been, in 31 years, this amount of teams alive. There is still the same amount of teams that have a fucking prayer to win the Super Bowl, but yeah, they can make the playoffs. Real, real quick, thoughts on, thoughts on if and when they expand the college football playoffs? Um, I think they should. I think it should be eight. I think they should do it immediately. I don't think it changes the outcome. I think it make it, it more more spicy. I think if it had been eight teams this year, it's still Alabama Georgia in the championship. Yeah, I mean, but if you want any chance of breaking that, you're going to have to expand it to like sixteen, just because like the odds of winning that. Do it like games, a fucking NCAA basketball tournament. Yeah, but I, not that big. That's right. way too many. But like a sixteen team fucking four four quadrants here. Four in each, and just fucking, let's see what happens. You just have to give them enough chances to fuck up, which Alabama doesn't do very often. But no, you get the right team in there that understands that they have to fucking go for it. They can get got. You'd also see a lot less opt-outs. And you'd see a lot more engagement in your 
playoff games because at this point, since they've implemented the college football playoff, semifinals have not been close for the most part. Also, let the playoff games be in their fucking home field. Yes. Whoever has the best seating, it's here. If you're the number one seed in that four quadrant, you get home field throughout throughout those games. The first game and the second game are both at your at your palace. I don't think they'll do that though. They just then then it I think lessens the chance that it changes the outcome. I don't think it changes the outcome anyway. Bob, it'd be sick. It would be awesome. Fucking Tuscaloosa rocking a fucking playoff game. Jesus. I mean, I guess neutral site's far more appealing for an underdog to win. Yeah, but imagine what if if you open it up to eight, especially if you open it up to sixteen. I think Arkansas is in there within the next two years. Agreed. A home playoff game. In Fayetteville, boy, there'd be a lot of mashed potatoes passed around. Boy, lots of dicks and taters. Locks. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what that reference is to, once you go on YouTube and Google Arkansas mashed potatoes, you're welcome. You'll laugh. It's funny. Let's talk some NFL. Let's talk some NFL. No, wait. What is it? NF fucking L. NF fucking L. And it's almost about. over. Okay. I understand the playoffs about to start. It's about to get juicy. But it's almost football's almost for over. For Dakota's team, it's about over. No, it's been over for my team. <laughs> oh, for I football did there. in general. It's been over. Yeah. Bent ben, over. Ben's over. Bent over. Bent we've, over. We've been bent over. Yes. By Ben. Repeatedly. <laughs> By Ben. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> now you're playing with the rape thing. I like that. That's, that's, we don't uh, condone that. No, absolutely not. That's not, not what we're saying. Absolutely not. Ben has a, a, a case from back in the day with a little bit of... Allegedly. Weird. Yeah, it's alleged. Also has a problem with masturbation, but but no, his problem now is that he doesn't do it. No, oh, yeah, so he stinks. Now he stinks. Well, you got to play. You got to play with your pud as well, because his forearms a little weaker than yeah. he used to be. Yeah, you got to play with your pud. You just have to. You should play with it in retirement. <laughs> Can't wait for Dewey Haskins to be your QB one. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna be Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> You'd be devastated. <laughs> like I genuinely don't think they're gonna take a quarterback in the first round. You remember Cortland Sutton, how good he was for the past, like, three years? Mm-hmm. He's not even in the fucking Pro Bowl now. It's because his quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. 600 yards receiving. Yeah. Leaves hurt, too. Mm, nope, had him in fantasy. Nope, nope, nope. Huh. He just didn't get the ball. Yikes. Jerry Judy was hurt. Yes, That's Jerry was. Judy was hurt. Uh, I don't expect him to take quarterback in the first round. With Corral's injury, I think... I think it'd be smarter for you guys to take offensive linemen in the first round. Absolutely. And then take a quarterback in the later rounds and hope to develop him. Like a Ritter or something like that, get him in the second or the third. I could see that happening. Now, the only... This isn't going to be a very quarterback-hungry draft class. The only wrench that got thrown into this was the Corral injury, and they said it wasn't serious. I don't know how much it hurts his draft stock. I think before that injury, Pickett had jumped him in the in the projections. I'm interested to see who gets Bryce Young in the NFL. Say Bryce Young was was going to the draft this year. Who would you get? Who would you have taken first overall? The Texans. Yep. He's and so he'd good. turn out to be just like Tua. I don't know, man. He is fucking like I slept on him for a long time this year. He's so fucking good. Yeah, he's good. I think it'd be good. Like I'm not. I'm not a guy. I'm, I don't believe in Alabama quarterbacks in the NFL. I still don't believe in Mac Jones. Bryce Young's fucking good. He is good. 
fifth overall player out of his high school class. Matt was, Jones held, held, that, held that record for what was it, passing yards? Yeah, for a year, then he broke it. Yep, and he still got a game left. But anyway, let's jump into some NFL. NFL. Falcons Bills. Okay. Buffalo minus don't, fourteen and a half. Don't Texans spread. Texans points. Falcons. Oh fuck! Bills hammer. <laughs> Fucking hammer! I thought you said Texans. No. Buffalo at Bill, home against yeah. the Falcons. Oh yeah, minus fourteen and a half. I think they cover as well. Yeah, this is the time of the year where you need to make a fucking statement. Yeah, they're every fighting, game they're fighting to try to get that two, three, three to two to maybe one if Kansas City flops out and sucks the rest of the year. But uh, I think they've locked. Oh, whoa! Pop the shit, boys! Oh, totally no. pop the shit! <laughs> oh no! That's all good. I'll just fucking hold <laughs> it. This is why we need to have fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hate that. Your wrist is gonna hurt so bad after. I've this. locked my elbow. It's it's comfy. Uh, let's see. Where are? Yeah, the fucking Bills are still trying to hold off the Patriots. So I see them coming out shellacking the Falcons. I also think because the Falcons stink. I've also seen the fucking you know Pittsburgh's been in on the oh we're getting a veteran quarterback. If I see fucking Matt Ryan's name one more time Ew. to Pittsburgh, I'm gonna fucking lose it. That might be. No, it's not worse than Teddy Two Gloves, but it's bad. Uh, I would rather have my, Matt Ryan than a lot of other people. If you, unless you're going to pay Matt Ryan like fucking twelve million dollars, well, he'll be cut. So you'd probably yeah, you'd probably be able to get him something smaller. Somebody else fucking will get into fucking bidding more, and they'll drive the price up and be like, "Fuck it, thirty million. Okay, at that point, you have severely fucked up. At twenty million, you fucked up. Yeah, anything over ten, you fucked. Unless up. it's a one year deal. No, not even then. Because you got to fucking get free agents in there. Yeah, I'm hammering the bills. They're Go home. get CJ Mosley from New York. He's dying over there. He fucking agreed to it. I know, because he got a bunch of money. Yep. And so he had, had to do shit since then. Get him out of there. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take bills. Easy. Then we got two teams that are somehow... Nope. The Giants are out now. Yeah, Giants are out. Bears, Giants. The Giants also have nobody playing. Everybody's out. Fucking, I don't care about this game at all. Nick Foles is starting at quarterback. They started last week and they won, so I'll take the Bears as well. Yep, Bears. Chiefs, Bungles. I have so much to say about this. That's what this show's for. Say. Well, everybody's everybody's uh, jumping on the Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati bandwagon and saying that they'd rather have Joe Burrow over the next five years than Patrick Mahomes, and and uh, they're going to take the Bengals in this one. The whole set picked the Bengals of the uh, whichever cast it was. With well, that never works out well. They all took the Bengals. Uh, what's the spread at? Kansas City minus three and a half. Kansas City by fucking seven. I told you last week on Wednesday. I don't think this game's close. I think the Bengals go into it trying to out Chiefs the Chiefs, and it's gonna be bad. I, mean, I don't think it'd be bad. I think the, Bing- the the Bengals are good. Uh, but I think the Chiefs win by two scores. Woo! I don't think it'd be that much, but I will take the Chiefs to win, of course. And I can't wait to come back on here on Wednesday and, and talk my shit. Dolphins, Titans. Tennessee minus three at home. Give me the Dolphins. I also will take the Dolphins. I expect you to go Titans there. No, Dolphins. Dolphins are what? Winners of seven straight. Mm-hmm. Beat the Saints in the Superdome. 
Sorry, Mercedes Benz, whatever the fuck it is. That's Falcons. No, well, wait. No. Am I fucked up? No, it's Mercedes Benz Stadium, I thought, for New Orleans. TBD. Colts at home against the Raiders. Colts minus eight at home. Oh, it's now the Caesars Superdome. That is new. Yeah. That's the one. What's the Falcons? Colts are going to cram it up their cram hole. Falcons is Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Nailed it. What's a Colts against the who? Raiders. Raiders. Uh, give me. Uh-oh. Give me Colts. Okay. And they cover. Yes. Raiders are dead. Yeah, they stink. I can't wait. You might get Derek Carr. Huh? You might get Derek Carr. But he still hasn't been paid. So, prior to having had him in fantasy, I wanted him. I was now I was okay with it. He can be good. Dude, they have nothing there. They have no receivers. Nothing. And almost no ground game with Jerry Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, Jerry. There we are. I Josh was trying Jacobs. To think of what it was in my head. Uh I'd take Derek Carr. Yeah, I would do. Over the alternatives. He'll actually have fucking weapons. He can throw the fucking deep ball. We know that. Mm-hmm. I'd look at that. I would take Carr over take two gloves all day. Absolutely. Yes. I would not take Carr over Gardner Mitchell. Mm. Cheaper. Y- yes. The the gap in pay is not worth or is worth the gap in talent. I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Gardner Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I would take Gardner Mitchell for value all day long. I'd give Mitchell a three-year $22 million deal and... And cut Mason Rudolph that day. Yes. It's before the fucking ink dries on Minshew's contract. You fucking <laughs> cut Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, what was that game we were talking about, Colts? Colts and R- yeah. Raiders. Yeah, Colts. Patriots jacked. Grow up. New England minus 17. That's a lot of points. I'll take a 17. That's a lot of points. I'll take a 17. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take the Jags plus 17. Okay. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. I don't like gentlemen's bets on the points. It makes me nervous. But yeah, me do too. It. Next game we got 11-4 against 4-11. and 11. Bucks Jets. Fucking grow up. <laughs> Tampa Bay minus 14. They probably cover. I think they do too. Now, next game spicy. Shitty but spicy. Okay. We got Eagles. We got football team. Mm-hmm. In Washington. Philly minus six. I'll take Philly six. Me too. I think Philadelphia makes the playoffs. It starts with a statement win today. That'll be, a first, that'll be a first round exit. Depending on who they match up against. Like I said, if they There's match, nobody if they in the playoffs, get the, they if they get the Cardinals <laughs> with the way the Cardinals have been up and down, problem. Ooh, we got Rams Ravens. At noon. In Baltimore, Rams minus six and a half. I'll take Ravens plus six and a half. Mm, But Rams Rams, win. I think the Rams cover. Okay. If they don't cover in this game. How many times have we seen them not cover? They might be a first round exit as well. Correct. Mm, Interesting. I don't believe in the Rams, but. I'm off of them. 
I think they are going to be aware that they have to make a fucking statement right here. Because I don't think anybody's scared of them right now. Which is fucking crazy to say when you look at the way the season started. And it all starts and ends with Matt Stafford. Yeah, because somehow, whether Matt Stafford has a good game or not, Cooper Cup's going to go off. Yes. We got Chargers, Broncos. In L.A., Chargers minus 7.5. They cover. I don't trust the Chargers either. Well, after what they did with the Texans, yeah, it's hard too. But the Broncos stink. So bad. I'll, the line just, I just watched it move to Chargers minus eight. Ooh. I'm, I still think I'm going to take the Chargers to cover. Yeah. 49ers, Texans. Oh, my God. San Francisco minus 13. Texans plus 13. Texans win. Whoa. <laughs> Boys. I, I, it's only because I hate that the 49ers keep winning. Trey Lance is playing, too, and I am all the way out Texans, on him. Texans win. I am all the way out on him. They should not have drafted more than they did. I said it when it happened. I'm still slamming it. He can't throw the goddamn ball at all. If the 49ers hadn't drafted him and they don't get Aaron Rodgers in free agency, because we talked about this off the air, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, it's going to be Denver or San Francisco. Yes. Got to be. Matt Corral to San Francisco. Interesting. Won't happen now because they just hit Trey Lance. Yeah, now. I'll take the Texans points. You're taking Texans straight up. Money line. Well, then we got the game. Here we go. I'm looking forward to the most. Here we go. We got Cardinals. We got Cowboys. Mm. Dallas minus six and a half at home. They cover. You're probably right. I'm also taking the Cowboys. I pray that I'm wrong with everything that I have. <laughs> I'm going to be with the number one Cowboys fan in my circle. Good old Rick. And I can't fucking wait. Because he is hot and fucking cold. He's he's very similar to us in the sense that they could be up by fucking 14 points. And he knows that they're going to blow it. And the Cardinals run down and kick a field goal. He's fucking pissed. (laughs) It's the best type of people to watch a game with. Especially when you have no dog in the fight. I do like the Cardinals. I have been burned by them a lot, picking for or against them. That's because they stink. I I don't. They're Kyler very, Murray's not as good as what they thought. I thought he was. They're. Ve- I don't agree with that, but they're very much in the boat with the Chargers and Rams right now for me. With them, I have no idea what they are week to week. Depends on which team shows up. Mm-hmm. Both taking Cowboys. Yep. Saints I say they covered you. No. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. Trapped him. Got him right where I wanted him. <laughs> Saints, Panthers. Saints minus six and a half at home. Who's so, Taysom Hill quarterbacking still? Is he still they still it trying might be that? Ian Book again. I don't they know. Still try, oh, my God. If that's the case, I'm taking the fucking. No, I'm not. I'm taking the Saints still. <laughs> the Panthers stink. They're, They're so bad. You're going to play Cam Newton. You're going to play Sam Donald. Doesn't matter. They all, P.J. Walker's your best bet. He is. Those of you XFL fans out there. P.J. Walker, pretty good. Mason Rudolph? Bad. (laughs) Bad. We got Seahawks. We got Lions. Yuck. (laughs) This game is icky. This game is just gross. Seahawks, minus eight and a half at home. Potential last game. Give me the Lions plus eight and a half. (laughs) Potential last game for Pete Carroll and Russ in Seattle. 
Yep. Seahawks cover because of that and that alone. No. General's bet. General's bet. All right. We got three of them already. Three flying. of them that are just points. Oh, well, yeah. No straight up gentleman's bet so far. Seahawks cover eight and a half. Yikes. It sounds bad when I say it out loud. Yeah. We got Packers. We got Vikings. Sunday night. Packers minus 13. What say you? Kirk Cousins is cleared. He will be playing in primetime. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know. I think Dalvin Cook's back. Packers roll. <laughs> okay. Give me Minnesota spread. Yikes. Give me Minnesota, Minnesota spread. Minnesota plus 13. Yep. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's fucking bet. Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers in the divisional game on primetime versus Kirk Cousins in primetime. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Speaking of yikes, Monday night game, <laughs> Steelers-Browns. <laughs> How this game hasn't been flexed, I don't know. I know why it hasn't been flexed. It's Ben's last game in Heinz Field. Or is it? Against the team. Or is it? No, it is. Against the team. You know what Ben said? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, I, never, it's, I never speak in, what did he say? It's looking like it might be. That's what he said. I never speak in definitive. Tongues? I, I don't know what the fuck it is. And I never speak in, like he, in tongues. he never says never, pretty much. Mm. Whatever verbiage he used, I don't know. He's fucking buffoon. It's his last game. He invited the whole goddamn family out there. It's his last game. He always does that. No. Everybody. Oh, he's got third that he, cousins that coming. he knows is coming to this game. Ben has never lost the brands at home. I don't think that changes. I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh for this game, only because of the the whole the whole hoopla around it. I'm also taking Pittsburgh. We're a bad team. Browns are a bad team. If the Browns have some playoff implications here, if they win out, Steelers. Mm-mm. If the Browns win out, and one of the thing has to happen, like Kansas City has to beat Cincinnati or something, then the Browns will be the division winners. Cincinnati's nine and six. Browns are seven and eight, so they'd have to lose out. Browns have to win out. Same with the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers win out. Browns lose or Steelers win out. Cincinnati Cincinnati loses out. Browns they lose win the out. Division. If Pittsburgh wins the fucking division, I'm gonna kill myself. AFC North needs to quit. I don't want to hear another goddamn word about Lamar Jackson or the Ravens. I think Cincinnati wins this division. I think Cincinnati. We talked about it last week. What what team could make it to the Super Bowl and surprise you? It's the Bengals. Yeah. Listening back, don't know how they didn't come to me. They have all the fucking weapons to make a run. They do. If Pittsburgh ends up winning the fucking division, with this team as currently constructed... Ben's coming back. No, he's not. Ben's coming back no. if that happens. That is the closest he'll ever get to riding off into the sunset. I won the division again. Get fucking pee-pee smacked in the first round. See you later. Oh God, I'm, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I don't feel good about it. The Cleveland minus three and a half right now. Yeah, but the Browns fucking stink. They do. We're a pretty bad team too, Coach. All right. Not at home though. Uh, in general, uh, this year it's just all fucking bad. <laughs> Give me Browns. Whoa! Give me Browns. You know what's bad? That's it. Give it to me. Yuck! <laughs> that game is so bad. <sighs> yeah, it is bad. 
One last thing before we go. Some UFC controversy. <laughs> I don't know if you want to consider it UFC controversy. For the face of UFC. Jake Paul is trying to be fucking disciple for UFC fighters. Yeah, he's trying to make it his whole mission. It's respectable if there was not an ulterior motive. Yeah. Jake Paul offered to retire from boxing, which he would not offer if boxing was going well. Well, he'll just retire and then say he's back. He told you I did retire. Probably. I'm out of retirement. Tricked you. Yeah, he already did it once. Retire from boxing and fight Jorge Masvidal in the UFC, where he would get fucking walloped. Now, there's a size advantage, obviously. And he's doing this because Masvidal most likely to stand in there and bang. One of the closer people you're going to get to having a boxing match in the octagon. Offered to retire from boxing and fight Jorge Masvidal in the UFC if Dana White agrees to the following. You must guarantee UFC fighters 50% of the UFC's annual revenue. Not going to happen. Oh, could you imagine, though? Increased fighters pay to fifty thousand per fight. Minimum right now is twelve thousand. Mm. He could probably swing that. Now, you're asking for fewer fights per year, which UFC has a deal with the ESPN that they have to do so many. That's why during COVID they put fucking fights on Tuesdays and shit because they had to get their numbers in and provide long-term health care to the fighters, which I can't believe it is not already a thing. He is a voice of the people. He is, Dana White is running a racket over there. <laughs> now, it's a successful one. And Dana White came out and said, you you think you can treat these fighters better? You think you can get pay them better? Start your own business. It's not hard. It's, it's You've the, got the money. It's the NFL, though. Like, the UFC, on a much smaller scale, to their audience, is the NFL. You can try the AFL. You can try the XFL. They may get some traction. But you're not going to overtake the UFC. And Dana knows that. Breaking news, what? Lamar Jackson's officially inactive. Mm. Snoop Huntley back in the lineup. Uh, yeah, so Dana White came out and said, you know, you wanted to test me for cocaine every day for the next two years. I think you're on steroids. Let me test you for steroids for the next two years. You think you can treat him better? Do it. None of this is going to happen. None. Absolutely not. But it will be sick. He's going to continue to fight non-boxers. He's going to continue to find a way to win, whether that be genuinely or cheating. Jury's still out. Nobody took, nobody's taking down the UFC. No, but those stipulations do sound like a very fair what things should be already. When you talk about the amount of money that the UFC makes, absolutely. At least... Pay-per-view shares. But I get that it's a it's a it's a merit based system. So based off who you're fighting, how you're how you're doing, you know, your your weight in the UFC, that's how much you're gonna get paid. Absolutely. So it makes total sense. It makes people want to fight big dogs because I'm gonna get more money. That's it's why it's why we saw Green Hair get in there with fucking Sugar Sean and get punch drunk for the entire <laughs> time. But we fell more in love with the guy that was punch drunk. Right. And he got the fucking bonus for fight of the night. Like that's why he, Dana does it the way he does, and he can rationalize it. And it makes sense. Well, it's a merit base. It's not Jake Paul or anybody like that that's going to fix this. No. It's going to be every fighter who negotiates the next contract saying, I want X percent of the pay-per-view shares. 
Which you know Connor has already done in his. Correct. And Dana White gave it to him because it was worth it. Now, the first people to do this are going to get cut from the UFC. Like, Dana is about that enough that even if you're a decent draw, he'll cut you. Oh, yeah. He'll be like, oh, yeah, go fight a Bellator. Go do whatever you want. Make your, make your big money there. Because you're going to make less money there as one of the top dogs. Eh, maybe not. But it's going to take everybody to do that and Dana to be fearful of losing enough people that he can't afford not to. Right. Which is never going to happen. A possible strike situation. Which is never going to happen. It's no different than the NFL. Like, yeah, you have the top dogs that could do it that would water down the fucking product, but the NFL will just keep pumping out games because the bottom 75% of the lineup can't afford to not play. Yep. Can't afford to not play as relative. I don't want to hear shit about, well, they make $700,000. Not the same. It's, it's we also don't see how much they put into their craft, like how much money they have to spend on gyms and how much money they have to spend on, on you know, nutrition and how much money they have to spend on their own health care, how much money, you know what I mean? We don't, we don't see all those bills. We just see what they make whenever they, whenever they fight. And we're like, oh, that's way more than I get. They should be fine. But well, you also, don't understand how much is going out. If they, let's say they make $500,000 a year and they strike and they get cut and don't ever make it back onto a roster. What skills do they have that's going to get them a job in the real world that makes them anywhere close to $500,000 a year? None. They'll be on rough and rowdy. They'll be selling cars. <laughs> Fighting on rough and rowdy. Correct. So, Jews are fucking noodle here. When we start talking about, well, that's, if they can't make $500,000 a year work, not the issue. The issue is, if you don't play, can you find a comparable job? The answer is no. Correct. That's all I got. That's all I got. Listen. If you hadn't seen our conversation with Zach from Sue Supply Company, check it out. Do yourself a favor. That is an Arkansas success story. Okay? In the making. He's from Arkansas. Does not currently live in Arkansas. Trying to make his way back. It's awesome he wanted to do. And he makes clothing for the big moments that every Arkansas fan remembers, holds near and dear, and recalls on a whim, puts on a t-shirt. Yep. Hoodie, hat, whatever you want. Check him out. Check us out. Yep. On YouTube, on Spotify, on the Apple. Check our website. Check our website. Subscribe to the YouTube. I know we've been talking about the videos coming, the streaming coming. It's it's coming. Very soon. Yep. But until we see you on YouTube, we'll see you Wednesday. Right here. Goodbye. See ya. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>